Welcome to the Clamor Tech News Roundup. If you like what you hear, you can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app on your iPhone or visiting Clamor.com. Also, support us with a positive review and email us anytime. Without further ado, here's your Tech News Roundup. Clamor on! Society has changed its views over the past 40 years. A competition organized by the Breakthrough Initiative is offering a million-dollar prize to whoever can come up with the best new message to broadcast across the cosmos. The market meltdown in China doesn't seem to be slowing Apple down. Early data suggests demand is stronger in China than in most regions of the world, including the U.S. Washington State has ordered Ed Paltzlepeck III to pay a total of $54,841 in fines and restitution after he dropped his Kickstarter project, Asylum Playing Cards Without Offering Refunds. A hefty payout when the entire project raised just $25,000. The iOS 9.1 update will include lots of new emoji, including the middle finger. Click through to learn how those middle fingers and all emoji make their way to your screens. Qualcomm, the $26 billion wireless chip company, is releasing a chip platform aimed at drones called Snapdragon Flight. It contains a 4K video camera, support for LTE, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth wireless connections, satellite navigation, and location. Xerox Park engineers have developed a computer chip that can explode into tiny little pieces as part of DARPA's Vanishing Programmable Resources project. They used ion-exchange tempered gorilla glass instead of plastic and metal. Sony's asking owners not to use their phones underwater anymore. While they are waterproof, they are tested under fairly tame conditions, not the way many people would use them. Airbnb has acqui-hired Vamo, a flight search company similar to Kayak, and will be shutting down the product. The six-person Vamo team will be joining Airbnb to work on guest services products, like traveler booking tools and the listing search engine. Bitcoin exchange Mt. Gox CEO Mark Carpellas has officially been charged by Tokyo police for pilfering around $2.7 million of former clients' money. Apparently, he spent it on a custom-built bed and buying the rights for computer software development. A California company called Alternative Ballistics has developed an easy-to-install accessory for handguns that promises to make bullets non-lethal, allowing law enforcement to incapacitate a suspect without causing life-threatening injuries. Apple CEO Tim Cook will appear on Colbert's new CBS talk show Tuesday. Expect Cook to take the opportunity to tout Apple's new product lineup, including the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, Apple TV, and the iPad Pro. The FCC recently cited a couple of companies due to their questionable robocall practices, including ride-sharing firm Lyft. According to its official citation and order document, Lyft doesn't actually have a viable unsubscribe option for marketing calls and texts written in its terms of service. For the Windows 10 update, Microsoft has chosen to automatically start the download process. While it makes sense, it takes up a lot of space on your hard drive. Click through for a guide on how to block it if you aren't ready to make the leap. The New York Times and The Guardian are working on the new instant article format Google and Twitter want to launch this fall. The program is an open-source instant article format that would allow mobile users to quickly pull up stories. The Nevada Transportation Authority approved new regulations for Uber, Lyft, and other ride-hailing services yesterday. Clark County officials are working on a final version of new rules as well, and a vote could happen as soon as October. In New York City at the turn of the century, by one estimate, horses left behind 2.5 million pounds of manure and 60,000 gallons of urine on the streets every day. Despite all the hype in Silicon Valley, technology IPOs haven't been this scarce since 2009, according to data released this week from Renaissance Capital. The action is all in the private markets, where companies can raise more money at bigger valuations, without worrying about being punished for missing guidance. A 54-year-old Spanish man who had a cancerous tumor in his chest wall was recently fitted with a 3D-printed sternum and ribcage. This isn't the first time a 3D printer was brought in to create a titanium body part, but a prosthetic for the chest wall has never been printed and deployed before. The files needed to install Windows 10 are being automatically downloaded to Windows 7 and 8.1 users by Windows Update, even if users have no intention of upgrading. 
Etsy has partnered with delivery startup Postmates to begin testing same-day and next-day delivery in parts of New York City as it looks to solve one of the biggest complaints from buyers and sellers who transact on its marketplace. Between 2010 and 2014, the U.S. Department of Energy was hit by hackers over 150 times. The federal organization that helps regulate our power grid, energy labs, and nuclear weapons was successfully infiltrated 159 times. In a study that appears this week in Current Biology, researchers asked nine volunteers to wear robotic exoskeletons that offer resistance when they walk. The subjects altered their walking patterns to use less energy. Basically, they say we're wired to be lazy. Silicon Valley is booming. Investors are pouring billions of dollars into hot technology startups. We saw it in the late 1990s. But this time, it may not be a bubble. Technology is part of our daily lives this time. Sepsis is a mysterious condition. There's no treatment for sepsis or septic shock, the deadly full-body inflammatory response. But scientists at Harvard are working on a new dialysis system that cleans the blood of poisonous pathogens. In Colombia this week, workers put the last floor in place on a 67-story skyscraper that is now the country's tallest structure. Unlike most of the world's skyscrapers, though, this one was crowdfunded. Twitter investor Chris Saka went on a tweet storm Friday afternoon, laying bare his disappointment with how quickly or slowly the company seems to be moving to get a permanent CEO in place. He doesn't have a board seat and therefore no vote, though. United Launch Associates, ULA, the rocket enterprise from Boeing and Lockheed, has ramped up its commitment to Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin rocket engines. Due to a U.S. congressional ban on Russian products, ULA can no longer purchase RD-180s for the Vulcan launch vehicle. You've probably seen NASA's so-called meatball logo and wondered what it meant. The blue sphere represents a planet. NASA's latest free ebook titled Emblems of Exploration, Logos of the NACA and NASA, says the red shape was inspired by actual aerospace research programs of the late 50s. Kathy Sabat, the CMO of Yahoo, has left the building and is joining STX Entertainment, a fully integrated motion picture, television, and digital content studio. She will run its digital operations. Microsoft has announced a few updates to its Azure Public Cloud Media Services division, including the live encoding service for encoding live streaming feeds will generally be available in the next few weeks. Airbnb has acquired Vamo and will shut the product down. Vamo, a service that helped in the process of booking multi-stop trips in multiple cities, will cease operations, but the team will move over to Airbnb. Google has announced it will be expanding the Google Fiber service to three new cities in Irvine, California, Louisville, Kentucky, and San Diego, California, with the price rolling out at $70 per month. The much-maligned Ellen Powell has said she is dropping her appeal against her former employee and moving on and will be paying the court costs a court ruled she owed after losing a gender discrimination case. Just one day after Apple unveiled its iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, the first details of the new Samsung Galaxy S7 have mysteriously leaked. Codenamed Project Lucky, the new phone is expected to have an SD compatibility and have a 20-megapixel camera. Facebook has announced it is opening up its mentions and live broadcasting app to more people who have a verified profile. The company announced it will be doing this back in August, but had yet to put a time frame on it. Wikipedia is getting a new feature on mobile today, beginning with the Android app, which will offer link previews so the user can get an idea of each article that is linked, allowing users to stay on the topic page. Nintendo has finally entered the realm of mobile phone gaming with the launch of its uber-popular Pokemon franchise in partnership with Google's Niantic Labs. It is the first major change since Nintendo's CEO Satoru Iwata passed this summer. Simple, the online banking service, has decided to ditch all of its fees, including its $1 per over-the-counter cash withdrawal and $2 international ATM withdrawal fees, as well as fees for traveler's checks, inactivity, and card replacement. Uber has been dealt a major blow today as the California Employment Development Department has determined that a former Uber driver was an employee and not an independent contractor. 
Blue Cross Blue Shield has stated that the New York health insurer had its computer systems and those of its affiliates hacked, exposing data of more than 10 million members and are offering free identity theft protection services to those affected. Microsoft has announced that it will be updating the Xbox One soon with a big console update in November, which will support backwards compatibility with over 100 Xbox 360 games. Glassbreakers is a mentorship program for women that will be getting into enterprise software after doing trial runs with Pinterest and Box, officially launching with over 10,000 employees. Matahari Mall has launched, planning to sell everything from cars to smartphones, dresses to groceries, and compete with other regional e-commerce giants like Alibaba and Rakuten with its $500 million backing by Lipo Group. The largest drone maker in the world, DJI, is announcing two new cameras for the Inspire, its high-end drone, today. The Zenmuse X5 and X5R are the first micro four-thirds cameras made for aerial use and can shoot 4K video. The second-hand clothing marketplace scene has just gotten a little more competitive as ThreadUp has just secured a huge $81 million investment round led by Goldman Sachs Investment Partners aimed at growing the consumer base. B2B-targeted marketing company DemandBase has just bought data provider Hutu in a deal whose terms were not made public, but will add Hutu's hundreds of millions of persona profiles about consumers and business users to DemandBase. Abra has raised $12 million in a Series A round of funding led by Arbor Ventures for the remittance service built on blockchain, raising its total funds to $14 million. Triber is a company out of France that looks to make it easier for anyone to be able to create an app and have raised a seed funding of $336,000 to make anyone's iPhone or Android app dreams come true. Tap Tap Tap, a popular Camera Plus photography app, has hit 14 million users and today has released a new version that is free. The app allows users to capture moments and share them online after making professional edits, much in the vein of a more complex Instagram filter feature. After Google mostly pulled out of China five years ago after refusing to continue censoring its search results, it has looked for a way back in, which may be Android App Store Google Play. Fender is looking to fend off the loss of guitar players who tend to drop the hobby in its first year, a number as high as 90%. How it plans to do this is by hiring former co-founder of Live Nation and employee of Warner Records and Grace Note, Ethan Kaplan, as its new chief digital products officer. Digital game sales have grown by 11% from a year ago, up to $979 million, according to market research Superdata. PC sales and downloadable content made up for $250 million of those dollars. SurveyMonkey, the online survey platform, has added Meg Whitman, HP's chairman, president, and CEO, to its board of directors today. Whitman will join Facebook CEO Lyra Health and SurveyMonkey founder Ryan Finley, among others. NASA has made a material that can heal itself in seconds under extreme temperatures and from space debris. Scientists with NASA say it's much like a puncture healing in the body, but much faster. Tunemo is announcing the availability of its digital walkthrough platform today, using audio, animated arrows, and automated page scrolling to allow websites to demo themselves. Google has added an automated filter to its double-click bid manager that it says will help advertisers and publishers avoid ad injectors by blacklisting affected inventory and removing impressions generated. Uber will be giving out copies of its own in-car magazine starting in New York City this week, called Arriving Now. The company is releasing them in celebration of Fashion Week and includes an article by cover girl Olivia Palermo. Researchers suggest that a few simple cuts could help create simple solar cells that track the sunlight throughout the day. It's only a concept for now, but flexible solar cells cut the right way could improve efficiency by 20 to 40 percent throughout the year. Silicon Valley startup Handscape has a design for an iPad case that adds touch capability to the back of your device. Plus, it animates your fingers as you move them from behind, making the tablet seem transparent. They're raising money on Kickstarter to get off the ground. 
Former Kleiner Perkins, Caulfield & Byers partner Ellen Powell said she would not pursue an appeal against the storied Silicon Valley venture firm in her gender discrimination and retaliation claim. Local governments in Los Angeles, Shreveport, Louisiana, and Leawood, Kansas have all tried to levy fines and other sanctions against people who put up free lending libraries that allow people to take a book and leave a book. Some security enthusiasts took that photo of TSA's master baggage keys that the Washington Post published and turned them into 3D printable CAD files. In fact, they've recently uploaded them on GitHub, making them freely available to everyone. To slow down Uber's expansion in China, the Asian ride-hailing service Didi Kudai invested an undisclosed sum in Uber's American rival Lyft. The more Uber has to spend to keep up, the less it can afford to expand in China. The Pittsburgh Steelers struggled with communication problems in the first half of their 28-21 loss at New England Thursday night. Each time an official went to shut down the Patriots system, the Steelers' radios would clear up. The Steelers are expected to file a complaint. According to the Employment Development Department in California, at least one former Uber driver qualifies for unemployment benefits. They say Uber gets to define fares, bars drivers from picking up non-Uber passengers, and can even charge drivers a cancellation fee for choosing not to pick up a fare. Honda has received a permit from the state of California to drive its autonomous vehicles on public streets, joining companies ranging from Google to Volkswagen in testing the fast-growing technology. Animals do talk to each other. Bees can explain where the good food is. Prairie dogs can tell each other if humans have guns on them. And gorillas can even understand sign language. But do they have language? Click through for a quick video explanation. Russian Prime Minister Dmitry Medvedev is taking a baby step toward a greener future by mandating every gas station in the country have an electric vehicle charger by November 1, 2016. The government isn't offering any financial assistance to gas station owners, though. SpaceX released interior photos of the Crew Dragon spacecraft, as well as a video showing close-ups of its control panels and crew seats. The images offer our first glimpse at what the finished Crew Dragon will look like. A library in a small New Hampshire town started to help Internet users around the world surf anonymously using Tor, until the Department of Homeland Security raised a red flag that criminals would use the service, as well as people in oppressed nations. Two of the 2016 Nissan LEAF models claim an EPA-estimated 107-mile range thanks to a bigger 30-kilowatt battery. The Base S model is priced at $29,010 before a $7,500 federal tax credit. Google made it official. In a blog post, the company said it was beginning the rollout of Android Pay, which will work with all major carriers, credit card companies, and banks. More banks, store locations, and features will come later. Microsoft has announced that Microsoft Office 2016 will be broadly available on September 22nd, and Office customers with volume licensing agreements will be able to download it on October 1st. Google has launched its Android Pay payment platform to rival Apple and Samsung, allowing consumers to make purchases with NFC tech, as well as pay for in-app purchases on Android devices, and will be supported at major names like McDonald's, Best Buy, Macy's, Whole Foods, Toys R Us, and more. IBM is continuing to add to its cloud services business by acquiring startup Strongloop, who build application development software for enterprises using Node.js JavaScript language. Lab Supplies Marketplace Quartzy will now be officially deployed in labs across the campus at Stanford, who used it often already, to save the university money on lab supplies. Twitter has announced its live streaming app Periscope has an update rolling out today that will include new support for broadcasting and watching streams on mobile in landscape mode and fixing a glitch that had users stuck watching videos sideways. While Netflix refuses to move into the field of offline downloads, plenty of competitors are jumping into the space, including Japan's Rakuten, who is launching an offline feature in Europe. A new flurry report shows that users tend to spend more time on apps now than actual TV, which compounds the problem traditional cable TV providers have had in recent months, as well as bode well for companies like Apple who are banking on Apple TV revolutionizing the field. Okta, best known for cloud identity management, has introduced a new MFA called the Adaptive MFA, using intelligence and a rules engine to determine if it's necessary to ask for a second form of ID.
Curatum is a new mobile app that posits itself as a men's lifestyle e-commerce platform using experts in fields of fashion, furniture, books, arts, accessories, and lifestyle to curate a single item for users each day. Gigabit fiber and broadband services company Wave Broadband has bought out Layer 42 Networks, who provide businesses with internet collocation and data support, in a deal with an undisclosed sum. In anticipation of their annual Dreamforce user conference, Salesforce has already dropped the Salesforce App Cloud today, an offshoot of the Salesforce One platform designed just for enterprise users. Amazon is doubling down against Apple after the Apple TV debut yesterday, and it looks to prove it with a possible new Fire TV coming soon that will feature a micro SD card along with Bluetooth connectivity, Ethernet and USB ports, and possibly gaming and 4K focuses as well. CartoDB is a mapping software startup that helps conservationists by tracking deforestation on a data map, among many other products and has announced a new $23 million funding to bring these visualization tools to the public and business sectors. Plytix, an analytics company built for brands to track performance across multiple web shops, has just gained a 500,000 euro seed round of funding to continue building an image-based products analytic engine. Mobile advertising is continuing to consolidate after AOL picked up Millennial Media last week as IronSource, a mobile app distribution and promotion specialist, has merged with Supersonic Ads, a mobile ad company for in-game and in-app ads. Unified, whose customers include Tesla, Lenovo, and Toyota, have raised a $30 million Series B round of funding, plus a $10 million credit facility from Silicon Valley Bank, with funding led by iHeartMedia. Uber is working with authorities in India to grow its business, today announcing a memorandum of understanding with the government of Tamil Nadu, which it says gives it the ability to create 30,000 new jobs for drivers. Alternative lending startup Fundbox has raised even more cash just six months after landing a $40 million Series B. They are back with another $50 million in funding, which they say will help small businesses have the immediate cash needed to stay afloat. The Chinese economy is still feeling the effects of its recent meltdown, and this includes major companies like Alibaba, who have lowered its sales estimate after share prices dropped 20% over the last month. UK startup Big Data for Humans, which offers a free data science as a service for the travel and retail sectors, has raised $1.2 million in a round led by EC1 Capital. As Star Wars merchandise hits the shelves, one fan went a step farther. He contracted Richard Riley at Tom Spina Designs to build a Millennium Falcon coffee table, complete with asteroids and a TIE fighter on its tail. Staples is teaming up with Sculptio on a new online 3D printing platform. You'll be able to upload your designs or choose from a collection of pre-designed models before adding text or images, selecting from different materials, and more. The new service is scheduled to go live worldwide next week. A suspicious package found in downtown San Francisco Wednesday morning prompted street closure for two hours in an area that's home to many startups and the headquarters for Twitter. After inspection, the package turned out not to be dangerous. El Capitan, the next version of OS X, will be released to the public on September 30th. Even better, it will be free for OS X users with compatible machines. Google is catching up to the times. Gmail has started rolling out a new feature to Inbox, adding empty trash and spam now buttons in their respective folders. Cybersecurity company Palo Alto Networks reported its strongest revenue growth in 10 quarters and forecast better than expected growth in the current quarter as governments and companies spend more to protect themselves from cyber attacks. Washington State University has developed a metallic conductor that can stretch to twice its length and it's cheap to make. It's an attractive proposition for flexible electronics. Dell-owned PC maker Alienware is promising free upgrades if you bought one of its updated portables, those introduced on August 27th. And the new Skylake processors reached the relevant Alienware line within 30 days. Yesterday, Apple unveiled new iPhones, the plus-sized iPad Pro, and an all-new Siri-powered Apple TV, flexing its artificial intelligence muscles with the voice-activated search function in the new Apple TV service. 
In a burial chamber deep within a South African cave system, a team of scientists have discovered 15 partial skeletons of a completely new human-like species. The fossils could date back as far as 3 million years. Joining the ranks of Tupac, Selena, Liberace, and Michael Jackson, Billy Holiday's hologram is slated to play the Apollo over the holidays. Holiday, despite now widely considered one of the most influential jazz and pop vocalists in history, died destitute in 1959. The New York Times executive editor says it's his job to encourage the newsroom to produce more pieces like its August story on Amazon's workplace practices, a tome-length feature rich with employee anecdotes that describe the tech company as a pressure-filled panopticon. A new hybrid solar cell converts unused light into heat to boost its efficiency by 20%. The device manages a voltage that's five times higher than other comparable hybrid systems. Fallout 4 developer Bethesda has a season pass for add-on content. 30 bucks for all of the DLC they ever do. The new packs will start rolling out next year. On Wednesday evening, California's Governor Jerry Brown vetoed a bill that would have banned unmanned vehicles from flying 350 feet above property without express consent of property owners. Tech companies who wanted to use drones for deliveries see it as a win. More fallout from the Hey Siri event was an announcement of price cuts to older model iPhones, including dropping the iPhone 6 price to just $99 and the iPhone 6 Plus to $199, all while making iPhone 5S free and discontinuing the iPhone 5C. According to Apple CEO Tim Cook, Apple TV is the future of television, and a lot of it is tied into the new motion-controlled remote. The touchpad handheld remote that doubles as a gaming controller seems to be a key piece of the Apple strategy moving forward. As part of the major announcement by Apple today, the company announced tvOS, a new operating system designed just for the Apple TV, and will work with Apple's Xcode IDE. Facebook Messenger will be coming to the Apple Watch via its own app soon and will allow users to have conversations, share location, send stickers, and other files. Uber is going to make traveling abroad easier as it has announced a partnership with language learning platform Duolingo to help English-speaking riders in countries where their drivers don't speak English, beginning in Colombia. Apple Watch OS 2 will be launching on September 16th and will include support for native apps, watch faces, better complications, and a lot more. The new faces are going to allow users to customize the device using content from photo, photo album, and time-lapse. AMD has announced it will be creating a standalone separate division named Radeon Technology Group to handle the graphics chip business, led by Raja Kaduri, a graphics expert who has been with AMD for quite some time. BitTorrent has updated its file synchronization service for the desktop to version 2.2 and adds some big changes including removing the 10-folder limit in its free version of Sync and dropping the pro price from annual to a one-time $40 fee. The massively popular adult entertainment website YouPorn has released a few details about some of its users today, noting that gamers represent around 200,000 of the 20 million who visit the site daily and that 51% of them are PlayStation users with 39 Xbox and 10% Nintendo. Social listening, the use of technology to find out when someone is talking about you online, just got a boost today as Synthesio announced a new partnership with Hootsuite one of the most prevalent social media management companies in the world. Samsung and Marriott Hotels have ramped up on an agreement to bring technology to Marriott's guests by testing V-Room service over a two-week period in New York and London, creating an in-room virtual reality travel experience. The identity of the international phenomenon pirating program Popcorn Time has finally gone public, revealing himself to be a 29-year-old Argentinian designer named Frederico Abad. Today, the CEO of Uber announced that the company will be giving away $5.5 million to Carnegie Mellon University to support a new robotics faculty share and three fellowships. Google is building on its game data analytics tool set by giving more options to its partners, with over a 90% share on Android, Google is already the leader by a wide margin in the app analytics space, sparking the update to the player analytics tools in the Google Play Games dashboard coming soon. 
Box, a cloud file sharing company, announced today that it has generated $33.1 million loss on $73.5 million in revenue for the second quarter, beating the $60.81 million loss that analysts were expecting. Steel Brick, a company that provides CPQ software built on the Salesforce One platform, has announced it has bought out Invoice One, an online billing company based out of England for an undisclosed sum. Fresco News, a company that is working on an app that lets users accept assignments and contribute photos and videos to professional news organizations, has raised $1.2 million in seed funding. Instagram has made three big changes to help attract marketing money today, with ads becoming available in more than 30 countries, courting new advertisers including TV and online groups, and debuting a buying option called Marquee for advertisers to buy big moments for exclusive ad runs. Crunchbase looks to be spinning out of AOL soon and becoming its own standalone company as venture firm Emergence Capital Partners are looking at an investment between $5 and $7 million. Netflix has huge plans for the Asian market over the next few months as they have announced they are looking to launch in South Korea, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Singapore by the end of the year. FeeX is a free service that finds hidden fees in savings and retirement accounts and today have announced a new funding round of $2.75 million, bringing the total of the company to $12.1 million. Lasara is an online fashion and lifestyle retailer based out of Berlin and wants to make it easier for consumers in Europe to be able to buy direct from Asia and today have announced a 15 million euro Series B round of funding. Lala Move is an on-demand logistics service that allows users to hail delivery vans with an app and has announced it will be expanding into 12 new cities in China after raising $10 million recently. Twitter has updated the design and development of its iOS apps, unifying them and switching to a responsive web design to handle the various screen sizes. The new responsive iOS framework is called Adaptive UI and is rolling out after a similar move in iOS 8. Chef, a Seattle-based IT automation and DevOps service, has announced it has raised a new funding round of $40 million in Series E. Chef CEO Barry Crist says the company still has most of the Series D funding in the bank, but wants to make deeper investments. Mobile applications management firm out of Boston, Aperion, has announced a $12 million funding round today and the first round of funding sought after a $4 million round in January of 2013. Google has launched CDN Interconnect as part of its partnership with companies like Cloudflare, Fastly, Level 3 Communications, and Winds to make things easier for developers who run apps on its cloud to work with content delivery networks. The Black Tux is a suit and rental startup based out of Santa Monica that has just secured an additional $25 million in funding led by the Stripes Group after securing $10 million in the Series A in January. Amazon has announced that book-selling feature called Kindle Scout, which crowdsources publishing, is going global, allowing authors from Europe, Canada, Mexico, Japan, India, and more to submit books, albeit all in English. Spotify has released a new feature, sure to make hipsters the world over elated, called Found Them First. The feature is a web page users log into through Spotify, which lets you see which big-name artists you discovered early on. In an effort to bring the freight industry, which is a trillion-dollar market, into the high-tech world and out of Excel and email, Freightos, a startup from Hong Kong, has secured $14 million in a Series B. Before Apple's event got underway, in which there was an expectation of a new Apple Watch software, App Annie released new data that showed that there are now 11,469 apps live in the iOS App Store for Apple Watch, up from just over 6,000 in June. As TiVo prepares to launch Bolt, its next-gen device, the company announced that they are suing Samsung for patent infringement relating to the Samsung DVRs that they say violate four of TiVo's patents. Tinder has unveiled a brand-new feature it is calling Superlike, which lets users alert a potential match that they are exceptionally keen to meet them before swiping right. Jala has released a new overhauled version of its mobile OS Sailfish today to early access users via the UI updates to 2.0, though it isn't technically the full 2.0 release. Intel, the world's largest chipmaker, has announced that it'll end its long association with the science talent search. 
It may have something to do with the firm teaming up with TBS to create a reality show around the maker movement. NASA and Boeing have released a little teaser on their newest spacecraft, the CST-100 Starliner, which will be built and tested at Kennedy Space Center and hopefully eventually taxi people to space. The Internal Revenue Service denied Yahoo's request for a letter ruling that the company's spin-off of its shares in Alibaba would be tax-free, potentially striking a blow to a key component of the company's strategy. The new 2016 Prius is a bit bigger than the outgoing third-gen version, 2.4 inches longer, 0.6 inches wider, and 0.8 inches lower. The new platform gives the Prius a lower center of gravity, and it features a new responsive suspension package. Black Mirror, the Genius UK series about the dangers of media and technology, is coming back to Netflix. Show creator Charlie Brooker and his production company have agreed with the streaming giant to create multiple new episodes of the show. Facebook is trying to lure more businesses into creating and using business pages. The social network is making a few design tweaks to its mobile app in the hope that people will spend more time interacting with businesses. Samsung is mass-producing 12-gigabyte DDR4 RAM modules for mobile devices. The chips take up the same space as the company's 6-gigabyte modules, meaning that companies can double a device's memory in the same space. Changes to Instagram's advertising policies will see the time limit for video ads rise to 30 seconds from the previous 15, doubling the time in which companies can show you their wares. Chinese mobile device maker ZTE has a $100 dongle that works with AT&T's network to turn cars into Wi-Fi hotspots by plugging into the diagnostic port that exists on any car made since 1996. In early 2016, the streaming video service Netflix is coming to Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, and South Korea. Although no dates or pricing are specified yet, it's planning to bring the usual suite of features and even Ultra HD streaming to these countries when it lands. The Survivor tune Eye of the Tiger played in the background of Kim Davis's press conference after she was released from jail for refusing to issue same-sex marriage licenses. Survivor did not give her permission to use the tune. Verizon plans to begin testing 5G wireless technology next year with some level of commercial deployment planned for 2017. They intend to continue building out their LTE network in the meantime. Oddball antivirus software pioneer and self-described eccentric millionaire John McAfee is throwing his hat into the increasingly crowded field of candidates for the 2016 presidential election. He's even going to fund his own party. New Scientist reports that new research shows the HIV virus is able to kill cells by being pumped from one currently infected cell directly into another. All that's required is a brief physical connection between the two cells. It could lead to better treatments in the future. Hacker attacks or faulty security could shift the burden of legal and regulatory liability toward makers of self-driving cars and away from consumers, forcing regulators and insurers to develop new models. But drivers will probably have to agree to more monitoring devices. On-demand tech help service Eden, which launched out of the Y Combinator, has announced it will be adding $2 million in funding, bringing the total funds of the company up to $3.3 million. Slack has announced its app's public beta version is available for Windows Phone, now live in the Microsoft Store. Several functions are still missing from the app, including search, file upload, and multiple team support. Cloud identity management company Okta has announced it has raised $75 million in a single round, valuing the company at $1.2 billion, meaning it is now classified as a unicorn, according to the Wall Street Journal. Android's newest OS, Lollipop, has passed the 20% mark and was the only Android version to gain adoption share 10 months after it debuted on the Nexus 9. KitKat is still in first place, with Jelly Bean second in the adoption order, with Lollipop 3rd beating out Gingerbread. As in Do, a French startup that models itself as an internal collaboration platform for marketing teams, has just raised $1.5 million in a round led by The Family. The tool is reminiscent of Asana and can assign tasks, comment, and attach files in one unified interface. Disney is slowly making its Disney Movies Anywhere cloud-based digital movie service fulfill its named destiny 
by adding support for Xbox 360, Amazon Fire TV and Fire TV Stick, and Amazon tablets, with Android TV and Roku coming in the next few days. Google has announced it has expanded its same-day delivery service Google Express in several Midwestern U.S. states, including Iowa, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Illinois. This adds to the availability of the service in L.A., New York, and San Francisco. Multi-Labs has debuted its first game today called Days of Discord, a single free-to-play mobile card game going into beta soon. The game is developed by Graham Hopper, a former head of interactive gaming business at Disney. 500 startups recently closed on an $85 million fund, but it doesn't look to be done as they are officially already setting out to raise its fourth fund and are targeting a dollar amount of $200 million, as well as preparing to raise a growth fund for the first time. The Los Angeles Philharmonic Orchestra has produced the first-ever virtual reality application that puts the viewer in the middle of a symphony performance as it plays Beethoven's Fifth using Oculus technology with the Samsung Gear VR headset. Microsoft has released its Dynamics CRM product today, completely redesigning on the on-premises and cloud versions as they have received major upgrades. Cloud users already have seen these upgrades as they have been slowly adapted, but the on-prem users are seeing it for the first time. Datanize is a revolutionary service for cloud software providers, which tells them when companies are trying competitor services and giving them an opportunity to insert themselves into the evaluation and buying process, and today has launched Datanize Mobile. eBay is rolling out its new mobile experience. It is calling eBay 4.0, which completely changes the look and feel for the first time, unifying the iOS and Android apps while offering more opportunities at personalization and customization in the future. Pandora has officially announced its new Day Pass subscription, wherein it will allow users to pay for one day's worth of Atlas Play for $1 starting on September 10th. Pandora already has a subscription service of $5 a month or $55 a year. Amazon has announced it will be making its one-hour restaurant delivery service an option on Prime Now, starting in Seattle then moving on to other markets where Prime now currently operates. Venture investors are jumping into the student loan crisis arena with startups like San Francisco-based SoFi, which has raised a $1 billion round. A new New York-based lending marketplace named Common Bond has also jumped in, with a $35 million financing for its own expansion. Who Knows is a smart enterprise network, a repository of not just who is employed by the company you work for, but also of all the expertise, relationships, and topics and interests they possess and pursue. Trading Ticket is a new fintech startup out of New York that aims to develop a suite of products to help consumers become more proactive investors and has closed on a seed round of funding worth $4 million ahead of its launching its first tool called TradeIt. Apple is preparing to open its Safari browser to ad blocking, but before that comes with the iOS 9 release, Adblock Plus is arriving on Apple's mobile platform for the first time, optimized for iPhones and iPads and built as a standalone browser. Wario is a new keyboard in development that is looking to reduce typos by changing the shape of keys to a honeycomb hexagon shape. After launching a Kickstarter, the group aims to raise $10,000 to finish development on the Android version and eventually port to iOS. Sequoia Capital is reportedly mulling over a huge investment in India to the tune of $800 million, and it may start raising the cash in October. The VC firm has already been in India for nine years and has put at least $740 million in as of April. Docker has announced a major get as its new CFO in the former CFO of Twitter and treasurer at Zynga, Mike Gupta. Gupta's resume also includes eight years in various roles at Yahoo and becomes part of Docker right after it has raised $162 million and has a valuation of $1 billion. Inside Sales is reinventing itself today. Going from a sales acceleration platform to opening up its predictive analytics engine, the Predictive Cloud, to outside developers. The goal is to become an Amazon-style recommendation engine for businesses. Jola, the Finnish mobile startup, has lost its rock-and-roll leather-clad co-founder as CEO and de facto face of the Sailfish Project in Mark Dillon, who has confirmed he has left to pursue other challenges outside the company. 
Apple has yet to have a quarter where they have not sold more units of the iPhone than they did in the previous one. And many are wondering if the new iPhone announcement coming Wednesday will continue that trend. Event technology, though not one of the more headline-grabbing topics, is expected to grow from a $5.10 billion industry to a $7.78 billion industry by 2019. And a new app called Attend is looking to revolutionize the field. GoPro has made its Odyssey, a massive camera rig that holds 16 GoPros and is designed to create 360-degree VR film, available for purchase with an estimated delivery of early November, with a price tag of $15,000. Microsoft has announced officially it has purchased Adalom, the cloud security firm, in a deal worth about $250 million, which is below the previously reported numbers that had a purchase at well over $300 million. LinkedIn is now going to start including featured showcase young thought leaders on its site in an effort to make the world's professionally relevant news and knowledge accessible through LinkedIn. The Raspberry Pi touchscreen display is now on sale for $60 online and in some brick-and-mortar stores. The 7-inch unit is designed to work with the $35 mini-computer the company has already released and essentially allows users to build their own tablets. Ride-sharing platform BlaBlaCar has raised another round led by Insight Venture Partners that is rumored to be $160 million at a valuation of $1.2 billion for the French startup. Uber is ramping up its Chinese operations and will be entering 100 more cities in the country over the next year, doubling the goal the company had set just three months ago. Currently, Uber China is in 20 cities. While Internet penetration is still low in Africa overall, Smile Telecoms is planning to grow its broadband network, raising $365 million in debt and equity financing, and will be launching in the Democratic Republic of Congo next year, joining Nigeria, Tanzania, and Uganda. Baidu has unveiled a new AI-powered virtual assistant for its mobile search app named Do Secretary who can order takeout, buy movie tickets, and makes recommendations for services for the user. 500 Startups is looking to continue pushing Asian markets as a new fund has been set up for Japanese startups with $30 million. The firm's newest global fund closed last week at $85 million, and 15 total investments have been made by 500 startups in Japan to date. DocuSign, the digital transaction management services, has signed an agreement to buy most of the company Open Trust, buying out the Trusted Documents and Transactions division to help grow its e-signature platform in Europe. Airbnb success has been monumental as a new report surfaced that nearly 17 million people booked guest stays with their platform this summer, a surge of over 353 times in the last five years. Finnish fitness startup Sportsetter has raised $1 million in a seed round, which it says will be using to expand to New York and into the U.K. market, as well as expand its app from iOS to Android. A Chinese rival to Twitch could be on the way named Panda TV, according to the Chinese microblogging site Weibo. Twitch was bought out by Amazon last September for $970 million and has more than 1.5 million broadcasters. Disney Movies Anywhere has linked up with Amazon Instant Video and Microsoft Video. Besides new Disney apps for Xbox 360 and Amazon's Fire TV platform, next week on the 15th, it's launching on Roku and Android TV. Citizens of the Thai capital Bangkok witnessed a huge fireball descending on the horizon Monday morning. There are no reports of any damage from Bangkok so far, but dash cam footage showed some views of what people saw. At Code Mobile in October, BlackBerry CEO John Chen will talk about how BlackBerry is doing in the automotive and other new markets, as well as update progress on other fronts, including the effort to turn around the company's handset business. The official Raspberry Pi Touch Display is finally available, offering Tinkerers a 7-inch capacitive 800 by 480 touchscreen display that supports 10-finger touch. It starts at $60. A bit more if you want one of the six different colored frames. There's all sorts of sensible plans to upgrade London's aging subway system. But there's one particularly outside-the-box solution. A 15-mile-per-hour moving sidewalk looping 17 miles under London. 
The steady drip of leaks preceding Apple's planned September 9th event in San Francisco has largely taken the mystery out of what's coming next. A new iPhone and an upgraded Apple TV with a motion-sensitive remote are expected to be shown. Researchers at Tangible Security have discovered a vulnerability in certain Seagate wireless drives that could give unauthorized users root access to the device. Luckily, the fix is simple. All you have to do is patch your drive's firmware. Magnetic fields can cause metals to heat up, but by applying a gas like helium to wick away the heat, then removing the field, it can also cool the metal. It's the basis behind a magnetic refrigerator. It's still a long way off from being consumer-friendly, but one day may become the norm. Google released some new details on what GoPro brings to the world of 3D videos for YouTube. A 16-camera device called GoPro Odyssey which will cost $15,000 when it launches in early November. But only select partners will have access to it by applying through their website. New York City is launching a DriveSmart test program that will have 400 drivers install an OBD2 tracking device in return for a range of perks, like tips on saving fuel, route planning, and insurance discounts. According to a report from the New York Times, the Justice Department obtained a court order for real-time messages between suspects using iPhones to communicate, but Apple didn't comply. Encryption prevents Apple from accessing the data in real time. At tech giants like Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Intel, the portion of women workers who identify as black or African American is just 1%. For the fourth episode of the 26%, Tiffany Ashley Bell discusses what it's like to be a black woman in tech and how the industry can be more supportive. Nearly 100 stone monoliths have been discovered at a site called the Durrington Walls, about two miles northeast of Stonehenge. With ground-penetrating radar, researchers have mapped the area and discovered evidence of up to 90 stones three feet underground. Users of the adult player Android app are in for a shock. The Android porn video app has been secretly taking photos of users who use it, and they want $500 in exchange for deleting the photos. Amazon is taking on a new strategy after the Fire Tablet's dismal sales. This time, they'll go really, really cheap. The company is making a $50 tablet that's designed mostly for video streaming, and it's only half an inch bigger than the iPhone 6 Plus. The European legal opinion about Facebook's alleged data-sharing cooperation with the PRISM NSA Dragnet surveillance program is slated to be delivered on September 23rd by the AG of Europe's top court, the ECJ. Blavity is a media startup hoping to give a voice to the generation that includes 40% of millennials being people of color, according to a White House millennial report. Founded by Morgan Debon, Blavity wants to reverse a trend of misrepresenting or leaving out of minority millennials in mainstream media. Hackers took over the American Library Association's Facebook page over the weekend and posted an endless stream of spam and clickbait articles, though everything was returned to normal Monday morning. Librarians made the best of the situation by offering suggestions to books relating to the articles. According to a report from Reuters, Apple is looking to hire at least 86 AI and machine learning experts to play catch-up with its voice assistant Siri and further develop its new iOS 9 flagship features. Save is a smartphone repair service primarily set up in French malls, but with 78 shops overall, which can fix cracked displays in roughly 20 minutes or can use a courier service or mail delivery, and has raised $16.7 million in equity and debt. Indian-based restaurant discovery site Zomato has closed on a new funding round worth $60 million as it looks to push into other adjacent areas of its business model, like payments, table reservations, and food delivery. Another lesson to take from the Ashley Madison hack in which millions of accounts data was dumped online is that simple passwords are far too prevalent and easily cracked. Avast ran its Hashcat password cracking utility on the first million passwords, noting that there were only just over a thousand unique passwords. Censorship in China is continuing to increase as users who paid for VPN services like Astral have been notified that their apps may have decreased functionality and that they are working on new versions of the app for the upcoming iOS 9 software. 
Pay to Be Social is a new app launched on iOS that lets commuters in the UK seek out others planning on taking the same train journey to band together to get group discounts. Edward Byrne, the co-founder, describes it as Tinder meets Groupon for trains. TV Vibes wants to make it easier to organize smartphone videos by letting people store and share them on its cloud-based platform as well as stream them live and has raised $1 million in seed funding from several investors, including TV and movie producer Damien Collier. HTC is suffering yet another setback as the company will be removed from the Taiwan Stock Exchange's FTSE TWSE Taiwan 50 Index on the 21st of September. HTC will remain on the FTSE TWSE Taiwan Mid-Cap 100 Index, however. Uber has confirmed that it has raised an additional $1.2 billion in funding led by Chinese search giant Baidu to continue expanding Uber China. And the round is not yet closed. In response, Didi Kuwaiti has announced it has also raised $3 billion to its own coffers. It appears that the updated Apple TV will be unveiled at last in the next few days, while a flood of details have leaked nothing is certain yet. Reported features like a new interface and universal search could put the Apple TV at the forefront of a revolution of the new TV experience. Class Dojo, the classroom management tool, has launched Class Story publicly offering a service it says streamlines communications between parents and teachers, eliminating newsletters and websites that get little to no response anyway. Rocket Internet is doubling down on Asia, announcing that it will be launching one new venture every quarter in the region. The new initiative is primarily targeting emerging markets in Asia-Pacific rather than China or East Asian markets that are deemed more mature. Digital marketing will be on full display during the upcoming 2016 presidential election and during this year's primaries as well. After the stunning success of the Obama campaign, just about every candidate has invested large portions of ad money into digital marketing already. Telecom companies and ad industry executives are preparing for war over the increasing online advertising bloatware. Israeli-slash-U.S. collective startup Shine raised $3.3 million to target mobile carriers for its ad-blocking content. Analytics have become big news in baseball to the chagrin of some traditionalists. ESPN.com recently ranked the top 122 sports teams based on analytics staff, which ended up with the Houston Astros, who were recently hacked by a former St. Louis Cardinal executive, as number two. Consumers may have a difficult time deciding between Amazon and their Prime Video on-demand membership or Netflix and their streaming service. But one key to look for for those on the fence is original programming. At least 25 former Twitter employees have left the social media giant to join Uber since January of 2014. And 15 have gone to Lyft, a chief rival of Uber. An unusual exodus for such a short time span. The next industry some are picking as ripe for disruption by venture capitalists and tech geeks everywhere is parking. As investors are already pouring $4 billion into on-demand services adjacent to an industry that has not seen change for over 25 years. After BlackBerry posted it had gobbled up good technology, a longtime IPO candidate with tons of public financial data for $425 million, surprise was felt by many in the investment field. Good technology had just posted promising revenues and had shrunk its sales and marketing budget. Google has released the technical specs and drawings for the Google Cardboard's second version. The new version accommodates six-inch phones, and third-party companies can now build headsets in accord with the new specs. At the end of September, Etsy will discontinue Grand Street, ceasing to process orders and listings, becoming inactive, essentially rendering it to being a gallery of content and photos, as the Grand Street team moves further into other Etsy projects. Twitter is modifying what users will see on their home timeline when using the mobile app by adding interesting accounts to the mix, beginning on Android and iOS today. The venture capital world recognizes its biggest enemy is itself in creating bubbles like the dot-com era, and the hopes are that this new resurgence in the Internet of Things and huge investments in the tech world will avoid a similar bust. Microsoft is protecting its new Edge browser by putting up a banner on its search engine Bing, recommending users stick with Edge the first time users search for Firefox or Chrome on their device. 
One of the biggest rumors going around about the Apple event on September 9th is about the size and shape of the rumored new iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. A more robust metallic shell seems likely after the Bendgate scandal, and a new pinkish color option is a strong possibility as well. The new Aspire One CloudBook 11 from Acer retails for $190 for the 32GB unit, and despite its limited storage space and small monitor, it is reviewed to be a very strong machine for those wanting something to browse the internet with. Michelle's son is the founder of the First Code Academy, a company that teaches schoolchildren how to code, some as young as six years old. Sun, a native of Hong Kong, is one of many young female coders breaking stereotypes as part of the I Look Like an Engineer campaign. ELE.me, the Chinese food delivery service that reported a $630 million round of funding, may have inflated the numbers a bit, as an anonymous source states the total investment was actually less than $400 million. ELE.me completely denies these rumors. University of Florida researchers have tested 30 free iPhone workout apps to see how well they meet all of the American College of Sports Medicine's activity guidelines. Only one. Swork it light personal workout at every mark. Feeling stealthy? Over on Node, they show off how to build a simple Wi-Fi access point where you can share files with anybody nearby. Then hide that inside a pocketbook so nobody knows you're doing it. Leanne Hornsey, a Google VP who led human resources for the sales organization, has departed for SoftBank International. She will lead human resources at the Japanese conglomerate, reporting to SoftBank president and her former boss, Aikash Aurora. The European Space Agency is almost ready to launch a vehicle, the Lisa Pathfinder, that will demonstrate the viability of measuring gravity waves in space. It'll be another couple of decades before it's fully functional but someday we'll be able to measure things like the merger of supermassive black holes. Canon has a new 250-megapixel APS-H sensor. 250 megapixels means that, theoretically, you could crop a video 125 times and still have full HD footage. Chipmaker Qualcomm is considering putting its Buforia Augmented Reality Technology division up for sale. Buforia has appeared in some high-profile marketing campaigns, including a World Cup promotion that turned McDonald's french fry boxes into soccer goals. We know a bit more about volcanoes now. UC Berkeley has created the first-ever detailed 3D map of the Earth's interior by studying the path of seismic waves. The model shows mantle plumes starting at the bottom of the core-to-mantle boundary and climbing to the top. Astrophysicists at Caltech say they've detected the oldest, most distant galaxy known so far. It's 13.2 billion years old, just over half a billion years younger than the universe itself. And the discovery may change what astrophysicists know about the early history of the universe. With multi-year contracts and the subsidies that accompanied them being phased out, Apple faces a new dilemma on how to hide the basic fact that behind that shiny new iPhone is a device that costs upward of $650, and in some cases close to $1,000. Entrepreneurs and students in the Netherlands have invented a vending machine that serves up fresh batches of french fries and condiments. The machine has the capacity to deep-fry frozen strips of potato, spitting them out as fresh french fries in about two minutes. As the oceans warm up, polar bears are being cut off from their main food supply of seals for longer periods of time. But ecologists think the bears will adapt by changing over to eating the plentiful supply of geese, berries, and caribou found inland. Paula Dublin hoped to be Major League Baseball's first female umpire. Now she helps baseball by installing the data centers at ballparks to make sure there's enough bandwidth to get those fan selfies online quickly. We're still waiting for the Jetsons' Rosie the Robot to come along, but Blue Frog Robotics' new mechanical companion, Buddy, may be a close second. It has R2-D2's versatility and Wally's emotive abilities. Do you still wish you could be an astronaut? When every gram lifted into orbit costs a fortune, reduce, reuse, and recycle takes on a new meaning. Even urine gets recycled. So yesterday's coffee will be today's coffee again. Shine, a startup that hopes to convince carriers to install its ad-blocking technology, has taken out an ad in Monday's Financial Times, calling on carriers and advertisers to find a way to make sure consumers aren't the ones paying for mobile ads. Ads eat up to 50% of most data plans. 
Samsung has announced the first consumer-ready Ultra HD Blu-ray player, alongside word that movie studio Fox is already getting its releases ready for the new format. The summer of 2015 will probably be remembered as one of fire, drought, and hot weather. But it's also the year of algae blooms across the globe in lakes, seas, and oceans. If you want to see a movie that Apple execs like, don't go see the documentary Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine. Director Alex Gibney says his movie is a necessary counterbalance to overly positive portrayals of Apple's iconic leader. Click through for a question and answer with the director. According to a group of researchers at Imperial College London, the cure for motion sickness may be as simple as a jolt of electricity to the brain. In a few years, there may even be a cell phone app for it. The longest non-repeating subway route in New York is 155 miles and includes over 54 transfers and takes 14 hours to complete. WNYC's Subwaytron 5000 used an algorithm to map it out. Some of the companies that raised money this week include ones focused on video game streaming, virtual reality cameras, and advanced phone batteries. Also, there's a new unicorn. Click through for all the details. A group of researchers from Georgia Institute of Technology has designed an artificial intelligence that can write up interactive fiction, such as choose-your-own-adventure stories. It's still not capable of spinning overly complicated plots at the moment, though. There's an explanation for why people see alien artifacts in photos of Mars. Our brains try to make sense out of nonsense images, just like seeing Jesus in a pancake. Thank your lazy sensory motor cortex. Two of the tech world's biggest brands redesigned their logos this year, Lenovo in June and Google just a couple of days ago. Since the overhaul, the slant of their ease is now identical. Security researcher Jonathan Petit has determined that you can full LiDAR, the laser ranging common on autonomous vehicles by sending echoes of fake cars and other objects through laser pulses with a fairly simple setup. Ocean life is on the move. Marine species are swimming into new communities and forcing others out. By the end of the century, the ecosystems that cover 70% of our planet's surface will look completely different. One advertising agency has taken to the streets of New York to demand Apple rename the next version of its iPhone. The next iPhone, expected to be announced on Wednesday, is likely to be called the iPhone 6S, just like the ad agency 6S Marketing. Uber has pulled down the searchable database people found at trip.uber.com, which contained details of trips people unknowingly made public by using the Share Your ETA feature. Uber has decided to tweak the system so that all links get expired after 48 hours. The New Horizon space probe started its intensive data downlink phase. The craft has tens of gigabytes of data from the Pluto flyby to send back to Earth. The team will release their raw, unprocessed image sets each Friday until all the data is down in fall of 2016. Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, NV's U.S. arm, is recalling 7,810 sport utility vehicles in the United States to update software for radios to prevent hacking. Researchers were able to shut off the engine. Thanks for joining us on the Clamor Tech News Roundup. You can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app, where you can save, expand, and skip around between highlights. Visit Clamor.com. That's C-L-A-M-M-R. No vowel at the end. Mm -hmm.